Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast, a very special Tuesday edition of the Potluck Podcast. I don't know if we've ever recorded on a Tuesday night. It's the first ever Tuesday pod. Sometimes a hurricane will uh, will come through and change your plans, as it has the Commerce Tigers and as it has most of the rest of the state. We'll talk Commerce Banks County, week six in review. We'll do a week seven preview, including Commerce on the road at First Presbyterian on Thursday night. Let's go. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Uncle Song, Uncle Song, to my right. How we doing? Doing pretty good tonight, Dino. I'm dressed warmly. Uh, learned. It's a little chilly out here. Well, we learned a hard lesson Friday night. It was cold. It was really cold. I saw a lot of folks shivering in uh, short sleeves and short pants. You were standing next to one. It was, it was me. <laughs> and Doc. I did have pants on, but I, did, I didn't. I just forgot a hoodie, you know? It gets, not unlike me. The older I get, a hoodie. the older I get, the colder I get at night. So, like, That's fair. 50 degrees now. Is like what thirty two used to be. Yeah. So if it's dipping down into the sixties at night, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some sleeves on my arms. Yeah, that sun dropped down. It got got cold quick out there in Homer. Yeah, it did. But the football game was pretty warm. <laughs> the football game was heating up. It was heating up out there on Friday night. What'd you think about the ball game Friday night? It was a good one. It was probably the best Commerce Banks County game I've ever seen. Yeah. It, easily, quite easily, yeah. I would say. As far as football on both sides of the field, like good football, I would agree with that. Yeah. It was a, a hard hitter. Both teams really wanted to win. Um, and ultimately, the Commerce Tigers pulled out 14, or excuse me, 17 to 14. Uh, let's see. I mean, that was a big crowd Friday night. That was one thing. Well, I, I did you listen to the? I missed it just barely. You didn't listen to uh, ninety nine three when you left the well, left the stadium. Well, I was helping Shelby after the game, and she was cutting tape. Was it? Stuff. It was already over. Well, I I got in the car, and I was thumbing through Twitter, and then I turned on the radio, uh, and I turned it on, and I heard, and that was. A. Brown called in for Commerce, and I was like, man, that stinks. (laughs) Well, WCON, like the, you know, scoreboard show, that was their game of the week. Uh, So, that was like the talk, that was like all they were talking about when I first, we first started listening to it. They were Mm -hmm. like, we're going to get, because it it, it just, you know, it had ended maybe like 10 or 15 minutes before I got in the car. And that was like the thing they were talking about because the Habersham game ran a little later yeah. than ours. So 
they had, they were wrapping up their show, and then they were like, "Yeah, we've you know we're going to get to somebody from Banks County or A Brown from Commerce as soon as we can." It's like they heard those thousands of people in attendance. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a you know classic high school atmosphere and all this stuff and like hyping it up. I was like, oh man. I did feel like it was a pretty good atmosphere though. I I don't know. It's definitely not one of the like the I don't the most rowdy game I've ever been to or even the most packed game. But it, it was, was a really good. It was a it was a good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, it was it was probably the most attended game I've been to. Ooh, I'm trying to think of when the last time I went to a game and it was like that. Probably since the last Jefferson game would be for Commerce. Yeah, that would maybe, have been 15, maybe. and that maybe. was at Tiger Field, and I mean you couldn't move. It was like syrup yeah, in that, that place. Was, that was a little. It, it's not on that level, but it, it was. It was pretty. Gosh, there had to have been something else I'm missing though. Maybe not. Probably the most since then. Yeah. yeah. I I think mate, I wanted to call Banks County High School and be like, hey, can you give me the attendance numbers from? You know, yeah, that be that would have been good to have. Uh, but with the short, so let's week, call them right now. Yes, yeah, so like, hey, nine thirty. They're all asleep. <laughs> oh, they're probably somebody's got to be awake over there. Janitor, yeah. night janitor answers the phone. <laughs> so I heard there was a couple thousand people in there. I don't know. <laughs> I hey, bet hang, that, hangs up. I'd say that it was probably three thousand. There, there. I mean, it was the the parking was absolutely just absurd. Well, like up up by the high school, and I mean, it, there was no it, you couldn't. I don't know how, how they could have got more cars in there. Yeah, I don't either. From what I understand, park with, them on with, the ball fields. You know, Tate coming in late. Yeah, and Carl was, you know, right at kickoff, and he had to park in like a barn yeah. or something. <laughs> had to park in like the agriculture barn. That's the most Banks County thing ever, right there. <laughs> Yeah, that big old school, and they didn't have no. That was the best. That was one of the funniest things. He walked up and was like, "I had to park in the barn." <laughs> Literally, he's <laughs> so like, "No, not beside the barn. I parked in the barn." <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, good stuff. It was a fun uh, it was night. a good atmosphere. It was a fun night. Fun night, in Homer. Yep, and uh, I guess we can get right into the game. Uh, Commerce started out on. I don't offense. know if I'd call this right into the game. We just chatted for a little. <laughs> we just chopped it up for a while. Well, we talked about our experience of the game. There was a whole other experience on the field. Um, we we started out on offense. Uh, Banks County deferred, so Commerce got the ball, and we really couldn't get anything going. Uh, we got out to about the thirty yard line and fumbled, and Banks County recovered. Uh, I don't know about you, Dino, but. I had a little bit of PTSD right there from the Hebron game. Oh, it did seem like the Hebron game. It, we, you know, we muffed the opening kickoff, recovered at about the five, and then got out to about the thirty and fumbled, and they recovered it. Uh, but fortunately for us, we we talked about this theory that when Commerce plays Banks County, the game is so emotional for Banks County that they do things that they normally wouldn't do. Uh, like what they did on that first drive. I don't know how many plays they ran, but pretty early on, they just made a, a toss for the end zone, threw it up, and fortunately for us, two-sport star on the gridiron and the hardwood, Jackson Morris, jumped up, and I don't know how high he jumped. I mean, he got way up there and made a phenomenal interception right there on the four-yard line and halted the Leopards' early advance. Uh 
You got any thoughts on the Tiger start, Dino? It did seem a lot like Hebron. That was a good. That was a good point to bring up. I didn't think about that at the time. Hopefully not a trend. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not a trend. Um, we took over after the interception on the four yard line, and after a fourteen play, ninety six yard drive, sophomore fullback Tyshawn Wiggins plowed into the end zone from about six yards out for the first points of the game. Did you see that? Uh, the highlight from that play. I think so, yeah. Where Wiggins met Shockley in the end zone, if he would have kept running and it had been an open field, he'd have Bill Bates him. <laughs> I mean, he was on top of him. Uh, Wiggins, who carried the ball for most of the night for Commerce, finished Gosh. with a whopping 160 yards rushing. <sighs> when do you think the last time we had a fullback rush for 160 yards was? I mean, do you think Sam Roach might have got up there? Yeah. Oh yeah, he had to had a few. He had to have had a few. Draylon might have got close Draylon to that. Got a few. We we we, we, we got, got some fullbacks. Strong fullbacks. We got some fullbacks in Conver. Tyshawn, man, he was another great one. Golly, he. Re- I mean, that last drive. We'll get to it, but <laughs> all night, really. What a game! Uh, after the touchdown, Commerce led seven to nothing over Banks. Talbert's PAT was good. Commerce and Banks then exchanged unsuccessful drives, and with 1.59 left in the first half, Banks quarterback Kane Griffith hit Aaron Scott for a nice 60-yard passing touchdown, and the crowd went wild. Uh, you remember that play? Oh, yeah. I mean, it it was not – if it had been at Tiger Field, it would have almost been deafening when they – he caught that touchdown pass. Yeah. It it really was a, a pop for both. Yeah, County. I mean if it would yeah, you're right, exactly right. If it, it had been a different if it would have been at a football field. I mean, yeah, instead of like having to have a telescope. A tra- to a, tra- a, tra- a track complex. Yeah. It's so far away over there. Uh but I will say I do like their they got a good facility. I mean it, it it's 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 not as bad as some kind of cookie cutter track football stadiums yeah there's some character there yeah but it, it, it is a little bit further away so the, it, the pop wasn't quite as as loud but it was there i uh i really like what they're doing with that new weight room you know oh, having yeah. it on on that school side be nice. it'll be really nice um following the 60 yard touchdown banks was fired up and riding high mm. uh I think they got a little distracted and forgot about the PAT. Mm. The hold was bad and the kick failed. Commerce led Banks seven to six at the half. That was the second Banks County thing that happened. It was. It was just too high and too low. I mean, they they just couldn't ride it out. Uh, you got any thoughts about how we used our backfield and maybe the heavy use of the fullback? I mean, I don't think Jaden's hundred percent. I I thought that too. Um, I don't know why Jakari didn't get much playing time, more more, more touches. But I mean, Tyshawn was working. Yeah, if he was working that midline, baby. <laughs> well, we ran we ran a lot of dive, and I think we ran even more trap. Yeah, especially there at the end. But you know, we didn't we didn't run the option much either. Um, so that was the end of the first half. Getting right into the second, uh, Banks deferred at the beginning, so they got the ball at the start of the second half. Um, 
they put together a pretty nice, pretty quick 58-yard drive that got got me nervous and probably a few more Tiger fans. Uh, they drove all the way down to the Tiger 7, but Commerce defense rose up and forced and recovered a leopard fumble. Uh, that turnover helped slow down Andrew Shockley and company, but ultimately it wasn't enough to keep Banks out of the end zone for good. Banks got the ball back after a short Commerce drive, and with 4.31 left in the third, quarterback Kane Griffin scored from seven yards out, diving into the end zone, if I remember, and uh, to, gave, to give the Leopards the lead over Commerce for probably the first time in these players' lifetimes. I, I doubt Banks County has led Commerce since these, these kids have been alive. I don't know if Banks has led Commerce since we've been alive, Son. Well, they beat us in 92, and both of us would have been alive. Because I thought about that line. Since we since we knew what the earth was. Is that, <laughs> that, easier? Is that better? Like, since we could speak? Yes. Since we could walk? I mean, we couldn't even walk then. So. Yeah, true. We would have been toddlers <laughs> the last time Banks County probably led Commerce. Um, Banks opted to go for two on the play and barely converted. I don't know. They may have led some at some point down in those years. Maybe in 07. Cause that, that was that, like the high-scoring game. Yeah, Ugh, that game was yuck, yucky. But I can't, I can't remember another one. Um, yeah, fourteen to seven. Anyways, yeah, it was fourteen seven lead. They, but uh, do you remember this play on the two-point play? That I didn't realize it at the time, but it was actually a throwback oh, yeah. pass to the quarterback. Yeah, and uh, somebody was on it, and they almost ripped the ball out of his hands, but he he held on to for the score. Um, the next drive for Commerce was probably some of the best football we've seen all year from the Tigers, right up there with Southside and parts of the Lincoln County game. In just three minutes and 29 seconds, Commerce drove 65 yards and nodded up the score at 14-all. Sophomore fullback Tyshawn Wiggis, in the greatest performance of his short career, rumbled 41 <laughs> yards and broke several tackles to reach the end zone for a touchdown. The following PAT from Talbert was good. Uh, when Tyshawn broke that run, I, I mean, it, it got thunderous in the stands. Like, I, I looked around on the top road. That guy that was from Winder that was standing in front of us, he was up and jumping up and down. You know, he was he was going crazy about the Cumberland. dogs, baby. Boy, we had that was that extra effort. It was it was the extra effort bulldog that got Tyshawn over the goal line, uh, but it, it was pumped up and uh, the atmosphere really intensified after that run from Wiggins, and the Tiger defense was energized. Uh, Commerce D came out and they came up huge and they stopped two promising Banks County drives. Perhaps the biggest Tiger defensive play of the night came in the late fourth quarter when senior defensive end Colton Hill did what he was taught to do, and he snuffed out a screen pass. Beautiful. And he picked it off. A lineman interception. You love to see it, Dino. You do love to see it. I mean, Save the game. It did. It saved the game. I, I asked Col- or Colton after the game, I was like, that's the first time you've ever touched the football, isn't it? And he said, yeah, it was. Because he, he held that ball up right after he got it. Um, then, after that turnover, 
We got the ball, I think, on the Bucks County 34 or so. Commerce began a steady clock grinding march. Wiggins up the A gap. Wiggins up the B gap. Wiggins up the A gap. Did they do anything other than Wiggins? I don't think so. Every single play. Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins. Wiggins all night. That was awesome. Just shoving it down the leopard's throats. (laughs) And uh, we got all the way down to the eight-yard line, I think it was. Uh Brought out uh, Ivy Talbert for a game-winning 26-yard field goal attempt, and she nailed it end over end. Um, so Commerce led 17 to 14, and then the defense had to come out because I think we scored with like a minute two left. That was over a minute. Yeah. Uh, so Banks County had a chance. It definitely wasn't over. Yeah, and because uh, the students had done rush down to the field, they they thought it was over. Well, Bank- no, like the student, both student sections both went to the end zone that Ivy Talbert was kicking into. I don't know. Did you not notice that? I did notice that. I didn't, I didn't quite understand what was going well, on. Well, Banks County was there to try to, like, just, they were holding the signs and, like, trying to distract. Mm. And I think Commerce's the student section was just cheering. It was just, like, all in that one end zone. That was pretty cool. It was cool. They had the flag rolling. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, yeah, and it was, it was never a doubt. No. I mean, it was, I mean, that was dead on. Uh, but Commerce had to stop Banks County, and they did so with a big sack. Uh, by Cole Hill. I think on that play, what, it was a double linebacker blitz? Yeah. Right that, was a, that was a heck of a call, too. That took some... Some guts. That took some stones. <laughs> right there. It was a great call. Love that. Uh, so that brought up thir- or third and Maysville, I think, as we put it on. Third and Maysville. On the, the when you're in Homer, it can't be third and Isla. No. That would you be move the third, whole field. You got to do third and Maysville. Now, I've been third and Alto, if we're being honest. I think third and 30 would be third and okay. alto. Third and alto. Uh, you can get third and Baldwin if you get about third and 40. Yeah, yeah. Just a little further up the mountain. Uh, but on that third and Maysville, Cohen Thomason came up with the game-sealing interception. Commerce came out, victory formation, game over, Tigers win, preserve the 18-game winning streak, I think it is now, yeah. over the Leopards, 33-2 uh, and two overall. Since 92. Any final thoughts we haven't touched on, Dino? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's just a lot. Yeah. It was a, it was an intense game. I mean, Commerce started inside their own 10, I think, five times. At least four, and I think I think five. So we can, we can name two off the bat. Both the kickoffs. The first kickoff and then the interception. Interception. Is what I was thinking. That, those are right off, that's, that's right off the bat. And then there was at least two more. I know there was. The fumble. Mm-hmm. The fumble recovery was on the seven. Yep. And then I wasn't aware of another kickoff, but I think you're right. It was on the ten yard line because it went out of bounds and or yeah, it was yeah, about yeah. to go. It out was of spinning. Downs, it was spinning. And he had to get on. And it. he had to just pick it up. But and when he picked it up, he was standing out of bounds on the ten right. yard line. So yeah, we started four times inside at our own twenty. At least 10. four t- times inside our own twenty. At ten. Or yeah, ten, ten. Excuse me. Uh, and that's almost every drive. Yeah. I mean, one of the only drives we didn't start on our inside our own ten was the pick. Yeah, and we had we had one that he returned. Thomason returned out to the thirty-five. Uh, that was yeah. So that was that was the two. If we had six drives, four of them started inside the ten. Yeah. Which is really hard to overcome. <laughs> and you win that game yeah. somehow. 
And it, it seemed like they they would they started Banks County started on a short field almost almost every single possession. Well, they did. Uh, we fumbled initially, and yep. then when uh, we had a, a a real like a shank like a, a severe shank, shank. They started like on their twenty seven or something like that. Um, and I don't, I don't think they got any out out of that. No, that's the drive. So that's the drive they scored with uh, Griffin hitting the pylon. Because we, we had stopped them with the fumble. Then we didn't get hardly anything. And then we had the shank, and then that put them back on that side of the field. How many times did they start on their side of the 50? Probably four? I know those two. Maybe five? I can't think of specific drives, but I know it was at least at least at three least times three. that at they started on their sure. side of the fifty, and they scored fourteen points. Yeah, so the big storyline is that we could move the ball against them with our offensive line, and our defense played lights out, and really bailed us out of some situations. That's what I, how I read that. Tyshawn Wiggins, Ivy Talbert. Two, I mean, both Clutch. of them were nominated for Player of the Week. Clutch. Statewide, I think, in our classification at one one source. Oh, man, that was just closer than closer than you want it to be, though. Uh, yeah, wasn't good for the heart. But I was impressed with Banks <coughs> County, though. Like, I, was I don't too. know if you walked away the same as I did, but I, I kind of <coughs> think that they can maybe compete for that region. Well, I was thinking on the way home from work today. Like, I, Academy's a little down. Yeah. They are. And, and Union's kind of Union. You don't really know. They may be a little above average, but not, not much. I think Union and it's Banks. It's not their best team. Union and Banks are neck and neck. I think so, too. And I think Banks is going to beat East. I think so, too. I think I know they'll beat Providence. For sure. Fellowship is down. They, they're so like beat Fellowship. one and three. So, or I mean, one and four. We're talking about Banks County ho- maybe hosting a playoff, a game. playoff game. Yeah. For the first time since the forfeit. And win. Shockley was good, man. That well, Joker is fast as like He played, to me, like a kid from Commerce. Played really hard, like hit hard. Um, he was fast, though. He was really fast, really too. Really fast. Like, like, downhill fast. Well, and, and like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I guess it's hard to put, like, on the field fast. I mean, he was faster than everyone else, right. clearly. You could see it almost every play. And Scott was a good player. Number three. Yeah. The receiver, or the 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 second back. And uh, the quarterback, I, I felt like, was a pretty good competitor. Uh, they got some good players. They, they do. And I, I think that Reed, he's been there for five years now. And I think he's finally starting to see some of the fruits of his labor. Because uh, at Banks County, it's hard because they've had like eight coaches since 2000. So it's just constant turnover, constant yeah. like learning new schemes. So to have a guy that stayed there for five years. It's finally paying off. It is. It's And, and like they have the community to support oh, that yeah, team. for sure. People want to win football games at Banks County. So, I mean, I think you're right. I think it'll come down. They'll either be second or third in that region. In my mind, for sure, maybe they'll they'll be in the playoffs for sure. Oh, for sure, seventy five percent. I think I'm gonna say they. I want. I want to go out and limb and say they're going to host a playoff game. I think that's a. I think that's better than forty percent chance. 
I think they got Union at home. That's big. They got Union and Homer, and I, they got to go to Slaughter Field, which I, I talked to my cousin plays for Banks, and I talked to them, uh, Levi Johnson. I talked to his dad Darren afterwards, and I was like, man, Slaughter Field. It's like, yeah, you go down there. <laughs> well, we've, it, we've always been. We've. Always, it seems like there's something weird always happens down there. It's like a curse on that field. That's true, but I think that that may be like a commerce specific thing because it doesn't seem to happen to everybody so maybe banks gets I don't by oh because i think you, you you'll hear it from some other people too i think i think it's a slaughter field thing yeah i don't know but another couple of items to discuss this is a long a long uh recap but i think it needs to be i think so too uh, Jaden seems to still be hurt. Yeah. That's one thing, because he didn't have that, like, burst. Yeah. Anytime he would, you know... Get on the edge. He just didn't have it. Yeah. He didn't have the edge. And that usually, you know, some some of the... You know, where he would beat an angle other nights, he, could, he couldn't beat it. There was you know, one Friday play in night. particular where he bounced it out wide, and I thought he was going to score. Like, Jaden Daniels that we've seen, it would have been a 90-plus yard that touchdown. That happened twice, to me, at least. Where he would he bounced it outside twice, and, it, and my first thought was like he's gone. Yeah, because like he he it like he had, like had the angle. a normal normal Friday night. Right, that's it. Like it's over. But it was like a outside backer chased him down yeah. or something. Yeah, so I think he's still still a little hurt. Uh, for, we haven't run the option in a At while. All. <laughs> in a while since what maybe Murphy. Uh, Hebron. Hebron a little bit. Hebron. Uh, I don't know what that's thoughts on that I, explanations I on that. I don't know why. Uh, I, you, I, I thought it was I thought it was working pretty well. I did too. I I like seeing JP tote the ball. I think that he and the is backs, very. It seems shifty. like the the four kind of guys you got is like a really good fit for a yeah. triple option. Agreed. Um, and you throw a guy like Shockey or Fagan or Colton right. Hill out there lead blocking. Yeah. I mean, and our offensive line's really good. I think so, what we what we came to at least in the bleachers the other night was that we may have a little bit more fumble problems with yeah. the triple in comparison to running like a traditional I or power I or something like that. Yeah. And and I think that that doesn't come on the pitch because I've seen JP make incredible pitches. Yeah. I think it's more on the quarterback center exchange. Yeah, I think so too. And um, and so, and at times the Kind of the pool, like the the mesh point. Yeah, the mesh point. I think I think that it can get. We fumbled there a couple times too. Yeah, if we get in the power eye, especially because the fullback's so close to the quarterback yeah. uh, in that alignment. Uh, I but I do think running that trap and the dive the other night, it would have been great to have had midline off of that. Yeah. Uh, time management at the end of the end of the half still was an odd situation again with the clock and timeouts and trying to spike, spike the ball it. and I don't know uh, that seems to still be kind of an issue luckily we didn't have to at the end of the game luckily we were the ones that were running the clock out and yeah. trying to come trying from to, behind yeah uh, the refs Whew. the other night then we're not usually a refs pod no. I don't know how many times we've even Probably brought it once, up. maybe. I don't. We don't bring it up much. We usually just kind of say, you know, it is what it is. But holy smokes, 
Some of the some of the spots, the, the, the egregious, were insane. They they spot they gave Banks County. and both ways too though. Yeah, like, that's true. I, not just not just commerce, but they they had some bad commerce spots too that would yeah. give us first downs and stuff. And I was like, man, what are they doing? <laughs> well, the the one that I remember specifically may have been right after the half on the opening kickoff. We tackled the oh the, yeah, on the, 20. the returner on the twenty. And he they gave him the twenty five or something, didn't they? Like twenty four. He <laughs> may like, have what? had forward progress to the twenty two, but they spotted the ball on the north side of the twenty five. That was wild. And then there was the whole time to debacle. Yeah, the, who, the clock. Whoever was keeping the clock was just terrible at their job. Just not running it. Because they, they would be first downs, they would move the chains, change set, and it would just would the clock's just not moving. Frozen. That was all night. And the play clocks went ahead. But again, both ways. Yeah. It was it was not the best officiating we've ever seen in high school football. God, I'm glad it didn't end up costing anything. Costing like a heat, you know, at the end, uh, you know, a big, big. You might have had swing a, of momentum or something. You might have had some violence against the referees if it had it gone one way or another. My gosh! Speaking of irrational actions, do we want to discuss the rock? I, I don't know what, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know. What do you want to? Hey, somebody painted the rock somebody outside. painted the rock. Again. The big rock again. It's like. People paint that thing every, every single year. year. Yeah, I just, it's just it's, it's just there. <laughs> it's a big rock. It's like, yeah, you're gonna, that's going to get painted. I guess they probably keep a can of gold paint just in the school now. Yeah, Lindley, uh, Miss Lindley used to. Do, I remember that. She was the one that used to do I don't know if she still does or not. She paints like the paw or whatever. I think they had the Paul for a long time, and then they had somebody paint like Rock on Big C. You know what was awesome like back in the day was the Pauls that would go to the top of the yeah. old concession stand when yeah. you'd run out on the hill. That was really cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that's, the, cool. that's the glory days right there. Baby. <laughs> Rip oh, to that concession man. stand. Um, yeah, they, there was. I, I, I never. I don't know what it actually said. What was the uncensored version? I don't know. I, I could imagine it had something to do with a phallus. I think um, was it a sexual organ? Oh, it had to be. I mean, wow. you don't know too many other words than that in Banks County. Right. I mean, the vocabulary just narrows it down. Yeah. I just. Uh, yeah, it's just whatever. Kids being kids. Uh, one thing that was funny was that it seemed like the Banks County student section. And really, like, kind of the whoever was kind of doing the most of the social media and, and the rock stuff, probably the same person or same people. They really got on Ivy Talbert a lot, like you know, yeah. kick like a girl and that kind of thing. And it was just, it was like poetic justice that <laughs> that she <laughs> that won she beat the game. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it in that way. That was very very funny. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Um, but no, shout out to Banks. I think they're gonna have a good year. Uh, I hope that they don't do what sometimes Banks does and that they lose the commerce game. It's like, well, the wheel, let's mail it in, like, let's punt it, like let's just lose the rest of the games. Who cares? Because <laughs> they still got a lot to play for because that region's not very good. Yeah. Um, they, could, they could seriously. They could have the best season in school history, close to. They could win a playoff game. Yeah. On the field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do uh, week five review. Okay, rapid fire week five review. Seven A on top. Number one, Buford, fourteen to zero over Marietta. They don't cover as nineteen point favorites, but they do get another shutout and another multiple score win. 
in 6A, Lanier 25 at the Apple Knockers 21. Tough one for Habersham. It seemed like Habersham had a good game. When I was listening to the stats on that on the drive home, it was all their stats sounded good. And I was like, oh, they had to have won. And it was like, and the final, 20, you know, whatever, 25 to 21. I was like, oh, man, they lost. That always happens to Habersham. Their quarterback, Carson uh, Parker, rushed for 145 yards and passed for 167. Tough one for the knockers. Jackson County, 28, Appalachian, 10. The Panthers right the ship after three straight losses. Um, MJ Sperlin rushes for 151 yards and three touchdowns on 22 carries. Down in 5A, Jefferson, 17, Clark Central, 7. Stats from that one, Saul, what you got? Max Aldred went for 153 yards through the air. 112 of those went to senior receiver Elijah DeWitt, and Sammy added 92 yards on 21 carries for the Dragons. Number 10, Eastside, 34-14, winners over Flowery Branch. Flowery Branches, they seem to be down. So this this region's getting really interesting because Flowery Branch may not make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I think you got Eastside, Loganville. Uh, or actually, Loganville may not be in that, that class. You got Jefferson, Clark Central, Eastside, and Winder Bear are probably looking like the four teams that are going to get in this year. Down in 4A, number two, North Oconee, 52, Chester T, 7. Triple A, a lot of off people. A lot, mm-hmm. lot, of, lot, of, lot of big bye week in Triple A. So Hart County, 56 to nothing over Cross Creek. Gilmer, 35 to 20 over Wesleyan. How about Gilmer's song? On a roll. That's a, a big win for Gilmer. I saw them in the preseason. And, I, you know, they look like a fairly solid team, but I wouldn't have expected them to be 4-1. and one. That result makes more sense now, given the, you know, the preseason. Yeah. Uh, safe to say that's not the usual Wesleyan team, looking no. at their, their schedules and what they've done this year, but it's still a nice win as as, they, as Gilmer moves to 4-1. and one. Lumpkin County, 42, Pickens, 7. Hannon saw the gold. There's gold and it's then there heels. That gold is It's like a river of gold. Man, five and zero for the first time since '88. Streets of gold. <laughs> it's heaven up there in Dahlonega right now. Down in Double A, Athens Academy forty six, Mount Vernon twenty one, Commerce seventeen, Banks County fourteen, East Jackson forty five, Johnson Gainesville zero. So interested again to see how that region shakes out. Um, single A D two, Lincoln County forty one, Richmond Academy twenty. Washington Wilkes 27, Hancock Central 0. Washington Wilkes allows zero touchdowns for the third time this year, so defense looks pretty good at least down there for Washington Wilkes this year. Uh, and then a quick note about uh, single A D2. Clinch County has been a big winner of the change, I think, mm-hmm. from you know the, the recent GHSA reclassifications. They're number two in the state in D2, 5-1, and one, and they're no longer in the region with Irwin and Brooks. So mm-hmm. that, I mean... Couldn't couldn't think of a bigger winner than than Clinch County, but also seeing Bowden in the top five, Johnson County in the top five, Dooley I think is six or seven, and Charlton is right there too in the top ten. It just that that feels like a lot what single A should be. Yeah, is those teams right there. I really like Bowden to win that class this year. Whoa, I I think they've got seeing them last year. In Big playoffs, call. I mean they they were a solid team. Yeah, uh, and they they brought a lot of folks back, so I, I, don't I think that. I don't hate that call. Class A D one top ten. This will be Commerce's classification. 
Number 10, Elbert County, 21-3 winners on the road at Jefferson County. Quan Moss continues to show out. He rushed for 140 yards on 23 carries and two second-half touchdowns. Number 9, Darlington, 33-7 over Dade County. Social Circle, 39, number 8, Lamar County, 7. So Lamar County was a 29-point favorite. Uh, could be the most surprising result and the biggest upset as far as the line this this uh, this past weekend in all of Georgia. Um I do think Lamar is a little bit suspect yeah. in the top ten there. They're definitely the team that was the most suspect in the single A D D one top ten. Uh, they'd only beaten one team with a winning record. And they they've beaten a lot of teams that are usually good. So I think that's probably why the line was kinda a little crazy. I mean, they yeah. had beaten like Dublin and uh, I forget who all, Macon County maybe. A lot of the schools that are usually good, mm-hmm. but this year they're just not, not quite good. Yeah, they got C.J. Allen, the UGA commit on the team, and but they didn't even make the playoffs last season. Right. Uh, but that is a great result for Social Circle. Uh, in some polls, they're in the top ten this week. I think they, they should be. Um, number three, Rabin County. Hosted number seven, Whitfield Academy. So, a good one there. Raven won 28-14. Keegan Stover, Ravens quarterback, went 28-39, passing through for 280 yards and four touchdowns. Jaden Gibson pulled in 13 of those passes and scored thrice. Had to thrice. get that in there. Love it. Uh, number six, Brooks County was off. Number five, Irwin County all over Metter, 38-7. Number four, Bleckley County, 63. Pelham, 7. Tough one for Pelham. They must be down. <laughs> number two, Swainsboro was off, and number one, Prince Avenue was off. In our region, the ha- only team we haven't covered is Athens Christian, and they lost 56-13 to at home against Hebron. So yeah. it looks like Athens Christian will be the fourth seed. He's going to be the doormat in, yeah. in the region, basically. Now, week six, Mountain League. Power rankings, the potluck football, good old boys, Mountain League classification. Uncle Solomon, walk us through one through, what we got, 12? 13 teams 13, in the league. That's right, 13 teams in our league. The potluck football, Mountain League, good old boys, conference, classification, region. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Number one through number fours stay the same. So you got Rabin, you got Stevens, you got Lumpkin, and you got Dawson. Between all four of those teams, there's a combined record of 17 and 13. Dawson County being the low man there with a three and two record, but they blew out West Hall 56 to seven. Mm. Now, this is where we start to see some movement. Got some movement going got on. Got number five. Gilmer, after Gilmer. that big win over Wesleyan. 35-20 over Wesleyan, moved up two spots. They jumped. Habersham at six and White County at seven. White was off. They lost to Habersham head-to-head earlier in the year. That's why they're lower than White, even though they have a slightly better record at two mm. and two mm. rather than two and three. Banks County, number eight. They actually move up one spot after losing to Commerce, playing the Tigers very close. They're mm. at four and one. The same record as Union County, who was off last week. Banks Bumped him just over Union. Just just barely after seeing him in person. Eight Banks, nine Union. How about, so that's, you know, back-to-back region region opponents right there, neck and neck. And then how about seven AAA? So you got Lumpkin at three, Dawson at four, 
Gilmer at five, and then White at seven. So you I, got boom, 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 boom. Seven AAA. That's gonna be that's gonna be good to, good to watch this year. I told before the season, I said that. Would you tell me something? You told me something. I told you. You told me. I said that region is gonna be really good, at least within the region. It may not pan out statewide. Speaking like, of pan, don't you bring pan <laughs> into this. They might they might win it. If I think it may come down to Lumpkin and Gilmer. They might. They might do it. Uh, we got at 10, North Hall, big win over Cherokee Bluff uh-huh. uh, in 8 quad A. They're now 2 and 3, beat Cherokee Bluff 14 to 2. Fannin drops to 11. Even though they beat Gordon Central 47 to 6, they're now 3 and 2 after two big wins. They, they beat Murphy the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pickens got blew out by Lumpkin at 12, and Towns was off. Uh, they both have one win on the season. So that rounds out our Week 6 Mountain League rankings. That rounds out Week 5 recap. So we are going to move into Week 6 preview. Uh, we did that in under 10 minutes, so that's pretty good for us. Yeah. Week 6, Week 6 preview around the area. This is Week 6, right? We got that right? Yeah, because last week was Week 5. No, I think no, we got that wrong. It's week seven. That's my bad. We got yeah, we mixed up our weeks here. This yep. is week seven preview. Last week was week five. You don't want to hear week six again. <laughs> Last week was week six. <laughs> so we you said, are messing me up here. Sorry, man. Uh <laughs> so around the area, seven A Buford taking on Collins Hill. The first meeting for these two Gwinnett County schools. The defending 7A state champion Collins Hill versus the defending 6A champion Buford. Who you like, Arizona? I like Buford. It's been a letdown year for Collins Hill. Uh, two and three. He lost on, a lot. Yeah. Man, they lost a lot. They started out 2 and 0, oh, but they've dropped. Three we don't have really lines fast. either. We don't have lines. How about uh, name that line? Go. Uh, Buford minus 20. Oh, it won't be that high. Will it? What's Collins Hill been up to? They're two and three. It's not two good. and three. They lost to Cedar Grove forty to six. Okay, it's going to be Buford minus twenty eight. <laughs> maybe maybe higher. All right, six A Gainesville on the road at Lanier. Surprisingly, Gainesville has has never beaten Lanier, even though you know they're on late Lanier. Uh, Lanier leads <laughs> six and zero. Oh. Every game has been played since two thousand fourteen. Uh, Song, name that line. I like the fifth ranked Leghorns here. Minus 16. Mm. I think it's going to be at 22. Okay. I, I could go a little higher, too. Habersham Central at Jackson County. This is a good one. And all the, mostly all these games are going to be on Thursday, by the way. Right. I guess we should say that. There's a reason this is out on Wednesday morning. Uh, also, there's a ton of South Georgia games tonight. Yeah. Wednesday night. Uh, mostly all the coastal uh, Georgia schools and southwest Georgia schools are playing uh, Wednesday night. Uh, but the Apple Knockers lead Jackson County 8-0 and in the series. Solomon to the Panthers pick up the first win at home there, over there in Jefferson. These two schools are, are teams this year almost a mirror image of mm. each other. I think mm. it's Jackson County at home minus one. Oh, I love that line. Who are you taking, Solomon? I take the Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers too. I think I would. We'll have to see though when the Potluck Pick'em comes out. 
5A, Clark Central at Flowery Branch. How about this game? Speaking of mirror images as far as seasons yeah. and, and expectations, Flowery Branch leads the series 6-4. and four. Name that line, Zong. Clark Central tough minus one. 2. On yeah, the I road. think Clark Central's favored on the road. Um, that may have to be on the pick them too. That's a good one. Number nine, Jefferson, hosting Winder Bear, WG Dogs. Jefferson leads neighboring Winder 17-10 in an on-and-off series, which dates back to 1955. Jefferson won the last meeting 32-17 to in 2015. I like Jefferson here, minus 17. But the dogs will cover for sure. I think it'll be closer than the experts think, but the spread won't pick up on that. I love that. 4A, Sons Boys, Mad Cow, taking on Chester T. Mad Cow has won four straight over the War Eagles, and the Red Raiders lead the series 4-2 and two overall. Name that line. So. Uh, Madison County minus six. I'm taking Mad Cow all day if that's the line. Yeah. I think it would be a little higher. I think it would be Madison County. Minus 13. I'm 11. Something's rustling around in the woods over there. You hear that? A little squirrel or something. Squirrel, I don't know, man. Maybe a opossum. Might be a Dillo. Plane flying overhead. Could be our cert. Could be our uh, our certain doom rustling around over there. <laughs> could be. Who knows? You'll find out. But maybe it. Maybe if it is. It maybe if it is our doom. <clears throat> I could still maybe publish this episode. <laughs> I can do just one last push of the button. And that'll be it. That would be signing nice. off. Forever. Click, <laughs> click publish. Okay. North Oconee, North Hall. Uh, North Oconee's hosting North Hall. Um, North Hall with a big win this past weekend, but uh, I still think North Oconee's big favorites. Name that line, Uncle Song. Second rate Titans minus 28. I love it. I was going to go somewhere around there. Triple A, Gilmer at West Hall. Gilmer going to keep it rolling, so Gilmer minus fourteen. Oh, take Gilmer, right? Yeah, but I I think again Gilmer's better than that. But lines the, don't, the, the computers the don't, don't know pick that. It up yet. Hart County and Franklin County. Our boy Tater Tater's going to be the school resource officer. He's he is just he's, transfer. He, he's, he's 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 the escort, isn't he? Yeah, that's what he said. He Tate's was escorting escort. the team. Tate, Tate is an escort. That's, that's his words, not mine. <laughs> Tate is acting as an escort <laughs> Thursday night at the high school football game. At the high school football game in Hart County. Oh, uh, I like the Bulldogs there minus forty. No, come on, really? Yeah, I guess so. I Franklin's zero so. and five. You got eleven, eleven freshmen on defense. Yeah. Hart by as many You're as probably right. You're probably right. Um, you reckon Tate's going to be at the world-famous Cafe Risque after the game <laughs> with his escort service? I don't know. They ain't even going to make it there. Uh, be in some trailer on Lake Hart. <laughs> All right. Also in AAA, Lumpkin County at Wesleyan. Lumpkin has never beaten Wesleyan. Lumpkin hasn't been 6 and 0 since 1967 when they started 8 and 0. That was right after the gold rush before <laughs> losing to White and Union to close the season. Lumpkin minus this seems like a minus like 3. I I think 
I, I'm gonna say a pick'em because it's at Wesleyan. That's a pretty. That's another one distance. that the computers probably won't pick up on. Right. But I think Lumpkin should be a bigger favorite. Uh, Oconee County at Hebron. Wow, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. This is a real good one. First meeting between these two schools. Uh, major region opener. Hebron is five and zero for the first time ever. Oconee has two tough losses. One with uh, number two North Oconee, sixteen to thirteen season opener, and then on the road at, at number eight Burke County, twenty eight to twenty one in overtime. So Oconee is really good. We know firsthand that how good Hebron is. I like Oconee. I do too. And I like them. I like the line. Like it. Probably six. Minus I'd say six? eight. Okay. Um, a little more in touchdown. I'll okay. tell you why Oconee will win by more than that. Oconee's got two good linebackers that are going to hammer Hall. Uh, Quick enough. Weeks, wet weeks. Yeah. And Sampson Stearns will be all over him on Friday night. <clears throat> and Oconee will probably, they might put Hebron out of playoff contention in this one. Because, you know, that, that region – you got five or got six Stevens. teams that are trying to get in there. Yeah. And Hart. Yep. Monroe. Hebron. Hebron and O'Connor. One of them one of them's not one of those the is not making the playoffs. Crazy. And that is really hard. That's crazy. Because those are five really good teams. Uh that's tough. So this could put Hebron in at, at least not hosting a game. Uh number nine, Stevens County at Monroe. Um this is a, this is a this is a sneaky sneaky game for Stevens to start off with. They, if they lose here, they're in trouble. Monroe is way better than everybody thinks they are. Two and three record, but they've lost to number six ranked Loganville in that crazy overtime game. Number five ranked Gainesville, and number one ranked Pax down in Class A D one with mm-hmm. us. All of these losses were by ten points or less. So people think Monroe's dropped off because they're two and three. But they're probably going to surprise Stevens. What you got? I like Stevens here. Uh, the line should will be about minus five, but I think Monroe might win this game. See, I think Monroe might be favored. You think? I so? think it might be Monroe minus four, so three, somewhere in there. In that case, if it's minus four, I might take Stevens. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a good game, but I think Monroe will take it. White County and Dawson County. Uh, spread will be Dawson oh, minus six. Double A Athens Academy is off. Banks County at East mm. Jackson. Now back to back kind of rivalry games for Banks. And then they play Union the next Golly. week. Golly, them boys. Whew. Uh, and they this, played Franklin before us. Yeah, this game's been played yearly since East Jackson's inception. Except in 2016-2017, uh, East Jackson leads this series 7-5. to They won 28-0 to in 2021, and Banks County's had a, had a great start this year, if we, as, as we've talked about. Uh, East Jackson has also had a great start, their best start since 2011. So you're, 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 your take may not be that bad, your preseason take. Yeah, I I've thought about that a little bit today. They're 3-2. I mean, they've, you know, they've started they've, – uh, they've come back a little bit. Um, what you what you uh what you like here, Song? So I like Banks County to win this game, even though it's at East Jackson, but I think East Jackson will come out and hit them pretty hard. I think that Gary Maddox kid over there in uh Nicholson's a pretty good player. Um I think it'll be kinda like him versus Shockley. I think it might be superstar versus superstar. 
they've got some common opponents here. Banks beat Oglethorpe 21-14. East Jackson lost to Oglethorpe 16-7. Uh, to uh, Johnson of Gainesville Banks beat them 41-20. to East Jackson beat them 45 to nothing. So, you know, it looks like East Jackson was better than Banks against Johnson, but worse than Banks against Oglethorpe. And then they both beat the brakes off of Franklin County, uh, 43 to six for Banks and 35 to 17 for East Jackson. So honestly, if I was picking, even though there are so many really good games this week, I might pick this game as the game of the week. Just like it's a sickos <laughs> game of the week. It may be that. Um, moving down to single A D two. Lincoln County is hosting Aquinas, is that right? Yes. Aquinas has won six of the last seven games in the series after Lincoln had won thirty two straight dating back to nineteen seventy three. Aquinas lone loss came to Harlem twenty seven to twenty back in week four. A lot of people um, Aquinas is kind of the team that made Lincoln County like a a, he- split. a heavy voice in the split. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Because when they started losing to Aquinas, it was like, okay, like this isn't right. right. This is not what's supposed to happen. Right. That was a, a, a shift in high school football in the state of Georgia. So they're back. And I think Aquinas is going to win. I think minus 11. Yeah. I think that's completely fair. Now I wouldn't be surprised if Aquinas and it covers. You think that uh, is Aquinas is the school named after the saint, the theologian? Yeah, I think the so. Saint Thomas is he Thomas? Aquinas? I think Irish fellow. No, I think he was Roman. No, I think he was Italian. Yeah, I think he was an Italian guy. Probably, I, I think it is a Catholic school. So yeah, probably named after him. That's kind of an odd one. You know, usually you, you they go. With the Catholic schools and the private Christian schools, they go more Hebrew, like old, you know, older yeah. names for the school. But this one, but Aquinas went Would with Would be uh, like early church. Yeah. Yeah. And he was more, he was a, you know, a philosopher. More, you know, he was, I don't a, know much he about was it. a, he was a big, uh, big philosopher, you know, theology kind of, kind of guy. That's an interesting. I've never thought Study. much about that, but shout out to Aquinas for going, you know, a little off the wall. Yeah. Instead of being like, you know, St. Paul High School of, you know, or St. Pot, whatever. Yeah. You know? Anyways. <laughs> very different from Lincoln County. So, uh, <laughs> Lincoln County's just Lincoln to baby. Uh, Towns the Red County, Devils. <laughs> Towns County, yeah. The Red Devils and Thomas Aquinas <laughs> are meeting up again. <laughs> I didn't think about that part of it. Uh, Towns County and, and Green County, yikes. Green County probably what, minus 13? I think bigger than that. Green, I think. Eight, 19, 18, it seems like they're a little bit, they're they're all, they're trending up. They are trending I, up. I noticed when I was looking coach. at their schedule the, the other day. I don't know. I don't think they're back, but no. they're trending up. Which, Green, they're always up and down. But they got that new coach, Terrence Banks, um, they lost to Oglethorpe by one point, so maybe not quite all the way back. Oglethorpe's pretty good this year, though. They're, Oglethorpe's better than they have been. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. Who could forget? But they are pretty good, seriously. They're 4-1 and one They almost year. beat Banks, I think. They lost to Banks by seven. <laughs> Which, 
I think we've seen that that can happen to some good teams. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Oglethorpe, Oglethorpe is pretty good, so maybe Green's better than I think than Green's think. okay. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it's more like, what, 20, 27? Yeah, 21, yeah something like Somewhere in the middle, 23. Right. Yeah. We'll see how we do on these. Uh, Washington Wilkes is at Warren County. What do you think, Tom? I think uh, the number fifth ranked Blue Tigers minus get their get their fourth shutout of the year. Nah, Warren gets at least six on the board, maybe in garbage time. Uh, minus thirty. I know it's a rivalry game, but thirty. Sheesh. I think you could be right. I don't know. Uh, class A D one top ten. We don't we don't need to do the name your lines in this. One. We, we don't we don't know we don't know enough about it. <laughs> number ten St. Francis at number three in single A D two Bowden Songs boys big game there. Uh, you think Bowden wins? I do. Okay. Number nine Elbert County is playing Mount Vernon. Number eight Darlington versus Coosa. Number seven Whitfield Academy at Brookstone. We've, we've talked a lot about Coosa this year somehow. The Coosa boys. Where, are, where is that again? I think it's northwest for Is it sure. Rome? Coosa River? It has are they to on be. the Coosa River? It has to be. Rome, Floyd County. Yeah, yep. I figured. Uh, number six, Irwin County versus number two, Swainsboro. The Class A D1 game of the week. Irwin leads the series two to nothing, but Irwin hasn't played Swainsboro since 1985. Song. Obviously, both both these schools have had very successful seasons to date, so it's hard to get a read on who's good at what as far as you know offense and defense. They've both been great on offense and defense. What do you think? Who wins this game, Song? Irwin or Swains? Where's it at? Irwin. It's at Irwin. Osceola. Now, if I set in lines, I'd say Irwin minus five. Uh Maybe minus three. I think three. I think two or three is a good good number. I like Swainsboro. I honestly think Swainsboro might have the best chance this year of knocking off uh, Prince. Yeah. I'm going Swainsboro. Wow. Yeah. I can't go against. I can't go against uh, Irwin at home. Uh, we shall see. Swainsboro dirt track. Been there. You like it? It's a little fun fact for you. I do like it because they have um, <laughs> they have like the dirt track, and then directly behind the stands of the dirt track, there's like a uh, like a mud bog drag strip. Ooh! So you get the double, like between double feature. Yes, a double feature, and and there's a go kart track, but between races you can like just walk over to the the mud bog, you know. Like dragged whatever, and then just watch that, which is great. <laughs> Do they have a lot of mud down there? I would think it would be too sandy for a good mud bog. Uh, it is. I mean, it's pretty sandy. I mean, it's it's artificially created. artificially mud. I think it's an artificial <laughs> artificial mud bog because <laughs> it's red. It was like red. I remember it being red. Yeah. Um, and there ain't, ain't not much red dirt down there. Number five, Brooks County versus Pike Liberal Arts of Alabama. O, o and five. We, I mean, name your score. That Pike Liberal Arts. They lost the uh, the the infamous, the the notorious, 
Mobile Christian 35 to 3 in week 1. And we know that they fell to Athens Academy 23 to 7 in week 2, which was covered by us. <laughs> I mean, this could be this, this could, could be, be 77 and nothing. It could be whatever. I mean, yeah. they could put 100 on them if they wanted to. I agree. So, number four, Blackley County versus Westfield School. These are, there's some teams I've never heard of here. People had to find games this year because of mean, small regions. Unbelievable. Number three, Rabin County at Fellowship Christian. Number one, Prince Avenue taking on number 10 and AAA, Mary Persons. That's going to be a great game. Prince had, did an incredible job finding a schedule this year. And it's even more impressive that they're four and zero. I mean, they played Monroe. They play. They're playing Mary Persons. They played uh, shoot Elka. I mean, great schedule. They're going. They're going to be battle tested. Yeah. By the time playoffs roll around, uh, Region Eight A D One only team not covered. Athens Christians on the road at Loganville Christian. They might win that. They one. should get a win there. Uh. Do we want to roll right into commerce at First Presbyterian, or we want we want to take a little pause here, song? Let's roll right into Let's it. roll commerce at First Presbyterian on a revised Thursday night. Uh, First Presbyterian. Shout out to Hurricane Ian. Is it Ian? I think so. Hurricane Ian. Shout out. A great force in the region. Where is First Presbyterian, song? Tell us about it. It is in Macon, Georgia. Uh, once the capital of Georgia, correct? Was Macon ever the capital? I know Louisville was. I think Macon. At one point. Macon. Just look on the water tower when you go through. <laughs> capital of Georgia. First Presbyterian Day School. Day School. Not night. I want there to be a night school. I wish they would put a First Presbyterian Night School right beside First Presbyterian Day. <laughs> that would be just funny. vampires go to that one. <laughs> That'd be sick. Bacon was oh, they're not up there the by capital. all the. Uh, they're up there. By, oh wait, no wait. Where are they? Okay, I wanted to see what Macon was never the capital. No, it was the capital of Southern Rock though, when the Allman Brothers lived there. It it was. Shout out to the Allman Brothers. They're up there. Uh, so they're. I'm just looking at where uh, First Presbyterian Day School is. So I don't know this area of Macon where they're at. I didn't either. Uh, one thing that I did notice. Barrington Hall. I've been there. The golf club. Very golf course. I've been there. That's kind of close by. That makes sense. Private school and a golf course kind of in the same neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, At least in true. the United States. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that First Presbyterian. Oh this kid's haircut. When you pull up First Presbyterian school, I think I know what you're talking about. What is that? <laughs> I, did, I did pull that up. Dude, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody did him dirty. <laughs> Somebody did my guy dirty. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Most people call First Presbyterian FPD. FPD. They'll call FPD. Did F- they stop doing that since cancel culture started going after the police department? They think it's FPD. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't even pick up pick up on that. They might have. <laughs> uh, they they the Vikings. FPD, in, in a.k.a. defund the police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you don't hear that very much at First Presbyterian. <laughs> no, I bet that's never been uttered <laughs> in the walls there. Uh, they are the Vikings on the field and in the halls. Uh, Mr. Prickett's fun fact of the week. 
I thought this was mildly interesting and fun. The Connors Tigers have never played in Macon, Georgia. However, in 1973, Commerce hosted Mount DeSales, a team from Macon, in the Class A 1973 state title game. Um, That's a great, that is a fun fact. It was very fun. I didn't fun. know that they had never played in Macon. I, I didn't know that either. And Seems like they maybe probably should, should have. At some point along the lines. We don't play a whole lot of teams from Middle Georgia. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a little trivia here, the score of the 1973 State title game. Commerce lost. We did lose. 14 to 3? No. I know that's incorrect. I know Commerce had six. I'm pulling up the. the 21 to 6, maybe 14 to 6. It was either 23 or 21 to 6. I wanted to check myself so I didn't wreck myself. But I think I've done wrecked myself uh, by having to check myself. So 21 to 6 was correct. We got there. We got there eventually. Twenty-one to six. Uh, How did that game go? Is, is there a is there a write up about it? Jeez, Louise. There was a good. This was a runt moon game, I think. Maybe. Which is kind of unique, considering that Jaden's on the team now, and that's his yeah. grandson. Well, tie through there. I don't know the. I, I don't have that for you on hand, you know. I wish I did. Maybe we'll have to catch up with that next week. Yeah. Uh, was David – David Sanders might have been on that team. He might could tell us about it. He would have been maybe a freshman, right? He graduated in 70, – or 76 was his last year. Yeah, so he would have been a – he would have been a sophomore. No, freshman. freshman. Yeah, he would have been a freshman. Zip code down there in Macon. Yeah, I got send that mail. Hey, I went by the rail post office today. It's a very small post office. I went by there and got them a couple packages. I had to get. get oh, out for of real? There. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, how how was the clerk in there? Fine, friendly, good. I always love to it's hear a that. Small, very small operation. Uh, rail is a either a four or two hour office, so that's even smaller than Nicholson. So yeah. when I was at Talmo, uh, we were a two hour office, which is the smallest post office in the in the USPS. That's the smallest level that you have. And I think rail's about that level. It's small. Uh but the zip code down there in this part of Macon is three one two uh one oh. I think they actually have like a you know how Athens is three oh six and Gainesville's three oh five. I think Macon is three one two. So like everything around Macon is three one two. Uh first Presbyterian Day school in Macon is first is associated with the first Presbyterian of church in Macon. Imagine that, they know. Uh, the school was chartered in 1970. Imagine that, they know, as a private <laughs> Christian school. Uh, FBD sits on 240 acres, which I thought was quite a large campus. Uh, 240 acres? 240 acres. And it looks really nice, at least from their website. Um, another thing that I really found interesting and I applauded, they have 100 acres set aside in conservation that contain natural learning environments, and they use it as a space for outdoor education and just exploration. Like, that would be so cool, just being a kid and being like, hey, I'm going to walk around in the woods for a little while and what explore. What is this building next to the, Is that a house next to the first <laughs> That is a, is a parsonage, maybe? Big, big house. 
<laughs> that's a house. Wow. Sorry, now I'm on Google Earth looking at First Presbyterian. Looks like they got a little track around their school. The football field looked pretty nice. There's some tennis courts. I mean, it looked nice from the aerial. Backs up to a rest area. Oh, okay, I see the big, I bet this is the area that they own. The conservation area. Big, there's lots of trees. There's a lake back there, a little pond. You know, I bet it's going to be a little bit like Athens Academy. You know, Athens Academy's got the pond. Center for Discovery Group Guitar. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that happens there, whatever it is. Wow. I think we'll be in a foreign atmosphere come Dick Thursday frame night. track complex. Dick frame. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be somebody's name, right? Dick frame. Oh, Dicky frame, I tell you. Oh, and uh, say so in twenty twenty two, this was a little accolade that so I across saw the, the street from an assisted living center. If anybody was curious, <laughs> if you get lost and make it on the way down, the there. Oaks. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. It's independent and assisted living center. Okay. So. <laughs> I think there might be one of those in Athens called the Oaks, too. They're, they're, they're running up. Some it's, a chain. it's a chain. It's a chain. Franchise. <laughs> assisted living center. Uh, you, can get, you can go to the drive-thru. <laughs> no, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> uh, so Get off the rail. One little fact I found about these FPDers. Uh, FPD. FPD. They chant that at the games. Don't let Tate hear it. No. He'll be too busy escorting. He's going to be at the Cafe Rizka. He ain't going to care about what's going on down there. Uh, that, that, the thing I was going to say was that we ranked the number one private school in middle Georgia. By the Directors Cup last year. No, they, I, so they won the. Is that what they did? They no, they did not win the Directors Cup. If this is a very selective statement, if you think about it, they're the number one private school in, in middle, middle Georgia. Georgia. How many private? How many exactly? Uh, Probably a lot in Macon, though. Yeah, but I mean, what six schools? It's not like yeah, it's yeah. not like Athens or Gwinnett County or you know Metro Atlanta where you probably got fifty private schools just in one county uh true the program history <clears throat> for the vikings they started their program back in 1973 so just three years after the school was conceived uh and they've played ever since that's 50 seasons for fpd you think they come out to nwa fpd <laughs> i doubt it very <laughs> seriously. i mean just lean into it i mean i i would but I don't think they're that kind of crowd. They're from Trapeson. That's a pretty big, pretty big Russell, isn't it? Yeah, that has got to be a deer. Rooting around out there. You don't hear deer, though. Oh, yeah, you do. Come on. That ain't too far away, either. That's real close. I wish I had my headlamp. See it with this light. But. <laughs> this is great audio. Once you go walking out there, you see, nope. see, see, see what's nope. going on. <laughs> That's like straight out of a found uh, film movie, film footage. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers creepers. <laughs> Dude, what is going on right now? 
Is it a dog you reckon? <laughs> I ain't going out there. <laughs> Shine that light. I ain't man. going out there. Those, last night I had a strange encounter with somebody while I was night walking. So I'm really not, yeah. Tell us about that. Well, Jesse and I were walking around. Oh, I hope that ain't somebody. That'd be a, that'd be a disaster. Yeah, out, out here it would be, <laughs> uh, especially if they haven't introduced themselves yet. <laughs> uh, but Jesse and I were big fans of podcasts. Jesse and I were walking around. And we're down on around the river, looking at the new REM uh, bridge. Yeah, uh, that's like less than half a mile from my house, and we decided to walk over towards the cemetery because they're also doing work on the cemetery. And we got down to the river <laughs> where the shoals are, and somebody came like rushing out of the brush at us what? with a light as a woman, and she was looking around all over the place for stuff and she walked up right behind me and I thought I was about to get stabbed in the back and uh, she she said hey how you doing and I said I'm alright and like she was right behind me and Jesse was like keeping an eye on her because I, I mean I didn't know what to do and then she turned around and left and we walked on a little further and we were like we might ought to go back so we went on back to my house but after that I don't really want to venture out into the darkness Wow. Right, right yet. Um, Something's lumbering over there, though. Maybe I have to stop the pod and, and investigate this. Okay, folks, no need to be alarmed. <laughs> we investigated. It, it turns out it was just a possum. Ooh. Uh, we, we're, we're all good. We're all set. Had to get the, fly, the dueling flashlights out and go, go check it out, romp around the woods a little bit. We walked a total of maybe two <laughs> feet off the porch. Yeah, we we can't. We listen. just peered into the woods. When a hurricane's coming, animals start acting weird. You can't be too safe. You can never be too no, safe. No, they don't come to the light either. So let's talk about some program history. Oh yeah, we FPD. gotta get back to football. Come on, baby. Uh, FPD is pretty successful, honestly. Um, 353 wins to 216 losses and five ties. That's almost 62% of their games that they win. Uh, they have won some championships, two state titles in the GISA. If you remember from our whole reclassification talk last year, that's the Georgia Independent Schools Association, largely for private schools, if not fully. 1980 and 1985, did they win those state titles in the GISA. They've won 15 region titles, and two of those came in the GHSA, the Georgia High School Association. (laughs) Uh, I thought there should be another S in there, but there's not. Uh, 2020 and 2021, they were back-to-back Class A private Region 1 champs, uh, which is kind of interesting thinking as Region region 1 is making, because Region 1 is like South. Mm. That's the furthest south region. Um, they compete this year in the GISA. They were one of the schools that uh, seceded last year from the GHSA after the GHSA in- instituted the three times multiplier for out of county or out of district students. Uh, that's the multiplier that affected Connor so much. So um, FBDs in Region Six. Quad A and 3A. They do Quad A and 3A together in the GISA, which I don't quite understand. Um, their head coach is a guy named Greg Moore. He has been there since the year 2000, so quite a number of years. That's 23 
or the math impaired. Uh, he's also the AD, athletic director, a pretty good football coach, wins three-fifths of his games, 162 wins to 105 losses. Uh, last year, FPD was, was pretty good. Uh, they ended up losing to Pax in the playoff. That's Prince Avenue Christian School, 41-22. to They had a 10-3 and quarters final run, which was successful. I mean, region champs, quarterfinal run, I think there are a ton of teams that would like to have that kind of success. Uh, so far this year, FPD is just one and four, but I would wager that that, that record's a little misleading. Um, all their losses have been two by two scores or less, and their Georgia opponents that they've played, their combined record is 13 and four. So they've lost to some really quality schools, uh, and they beat one school from Alabama, Chambers, Alabama, 34-3. Uh, the Georgia schools they lost to were Brookstone, 34-28, to Laney, uh, at Laney, 26-14, to at Pinewood Christian, 34-28, to and lost versus Mount Pisgah by one touchdown, 35-28. to So a lot of close games for FPD. Um, another interesting statistic, uh, offense and defense have scored and allowed the same amount of points. So they've scored and allowed 132 points on the season. That's 26.4 points per game. Um, Dino, did you get a chance to watch them any old film? I know it's a short week. Haven't. Not a lick. Tell us about it. I haven't watched any film either, but from their statistics. (laughs) We're bad sources, folks. (laughs) I mean, it's a short week. Blame it on the hurricane. Uh. Junior quarterback Jakari Williams is their guy. He wears number two, and he's pretty impressive from his statistics. He is measured at six foot three inches tall and one hundred and ninety two pounds. Uh, he's done a good job passing. He's he's completed about sixty three percent of his passes for almost a thousand yards and eight touchdowns, while running for two hundred eighty two yards and three touchdowns. Uh, his two favorite targets are uh, Griffin Green out of the backfield, who has caught thirty three or no ten balls and ran the ball thirty three times for a combined six touchdowns, and Carter Hayes, number five, who has uh, twenty receptions for five hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns. Um, so looks like they'll be throwing the ball a lot. Um, looks like they got a guy that can sling it, uh, maybe similar to Heber which I think if you look at all the teams Commerce has played this year offensively, Hebron's probably the one team that's given us the most fits. Um, so this is definitely a game I think that could give Commerce some trouble. I would not be deceived by the 1-4 and four record here. I think FPD's probably a pretty good team. Name that line, Son. Name that line. Commerce at... First Presbyterian, I'd say Commerce minus six. Okay. What's your prediction for the game? I think Commerce wins. Um, I think the main thing we have to do is we can't be too – we can't let the short week affect us because 
God knows, like, the little things in a high schooler's lives can th- just completely derail. Like, not having an extra day of practice, you know, that can really mess you up when you're 15, 16 years old. Uh, the long drive can be a factor. Uh, we got to come out, we can't be on our heels. We got to come out and be aggressive. Because I think this quarterback can pick us apart if we give him an opportunity. So, I like Comers 28, FPD 20. Okay. Time of possession, ball control. That's huge. That's huge for Comers. And we cannot turn the ball over. Well, what what I always get concerned about with Comers and the ball control offense is that we put together like an eight-play, 65-yard drive and then fumble the ball on the four-yard line. And then you've 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 just squandered like 25% of your possessions. Uh, so that's that's what I worry about with our team and with the way that we necessi- don't really manage the clock very well. That could be problematic. What are but, your thoughts? <clears throat> that was my that was just my two thoughts. Okay. I got lots of thoughts though. <laughs> what do you want to hear? I got all kinds of thoughts. What? You know a thought related to this game? I think that it's I think I think we should be playing on Friday. I do too. I'm tired of people being scared of hurricanes. I, I'm I'm tired of it. Look, by the time it gets to Georgia, it's not even gonna be a hurricane. It's just gonna be raining and windy. Yeah. We can't play in a little rain and wind. I think it would be that would be you're a story not, you're not that would be making anybody told. get out other than the players. Just get you know get some rain and wind going. Right. I mean, I had to move my work schedule around. Brief shout out to the Hugo Bowl. If you if you're not familiar, most Georgia Southern fans are. I bet Doc. I bet Doc will be familiar mm-hmm. as a Furman guy. Hugo Bowl, nineteen eighty nine. I think. I think that's right. Or eighty seven. One or the other. Georgia Southern, Middle Tennessee State, played. 180 miles from the eye of a Category 4 hurricane. So And Georgia Southern won. And Georgia Southern smoked them. 23 to nothing. That Triple option. Have... The option, is, it used to go and watch the watch some of the highlights if you can find them. I mean, it's a long time ago. But it was on ESPN, I think, Thursday night. Mm, yeah. And it was a, uh, it was awesome. It was pouring rain the whole time. Windy. The option was just, just clicking. Just well, clicking in it. I we... mean, just absolutely perfect. We were talking about before the show that kind of thing would play into commerce advantage huge in a game, in compar- like this. especially in comparison to yeah FPD trying to throw the ball around <laughs> in a Category Four hurricane. You can forget it, right? But even if it was like you know this exact situation where it'd just be heavy rain, and, right. and some wind, I mean, it gives commerce a little bit of a leg. Well, their lead ball carriers only <clears throat> had thirty carriers carries on the year. Yeah, so that it should. Is- a long trip, though. So I guess that that fact. I mean, you know, that's the that's the part that I think schools and people scheduling these things worry about is like the travel the liability. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a big thing. I'm how only halfway joking. I do think I do think games should be played in hurricanes, but that's just because it's, it's fun. It's more fun that way. It's intrigue. Yeah. Well, like some of the coolest stories in commerce lore are like the the, the real game. bad weather games. Yeah, the game where they played and there were there were worms coming up out of the ground. You ever heard the story of that one? Which I I can't even remember what game it is, but it was like the mud bowl, and there were worms out there on the field. Uh, but yeah, why not do that again? 
But it's not. It's going to be on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, from what I understand. 7 o'clock, they're going to move it up probably because of the, uh, school, right the school day being the next day. Yeah, I guess they're still going to have school, right? I mean, it's just rain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they can't have a football game, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's what I'd be mad about. If I, if I, was, if I was on the team, that's what I'd be complaining about. Like, they're going to move the game up. I'm not school. going to school tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we can't play football. I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> and then my parents would be like, nah, yeah, you're going. Yeah. You're going true. to school. Um, any final thoughts? Closing thoughts? I'm excited about making the trip to Macon. I hadn't been to Macon in a long time. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get to do any sightseeing or eating or anything. But Really? No, nah, I'm going to have to leave straight from work and go straight to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am looking forward to seeing somewhere new. What time uh, What time are you planning on getting down there? Um, probably six forty-five. I mean, I rolling into town hot. Uh, thankfully, my boss was told me that she'd cover for me because I'm supposed to be working until five. But uh, it's like a two-hour, two-thirty drive, like a two-hour and thirty-minute drive for a, a normal driver. And God knows I drive slower than a normal driver, so <laughs> it's gonna be pushing it if I'm leaving at three. Well, to our listeners that are going, if you can. If you can get to H and H, that's a. I I know that that's like, people. Everybody knows H and H, but it's one of those places that actually like lives up to me. Like I know a lot of like the mainstays like are usually a little overrated, mm-hmm. but H and H is really good. Um, you might fall asleep during the game, but it is it is it is good. Um, I guess that's it. We'll have the potluck pick them out as usual once the lines come out follow us on twitter at potluck football and we are going to sign off and go to bed go tigers